Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White. It's the 18th day of July. We're on our journey through the Gospel of Mark, and today we arrive at the 11th verse of Mark chapter 13. Let me give you some context, even though I know you know we're in the little apocalypse. I want to make sure that we get this right today because we're coming up on a verse that's one of the most misquoted and maybe misunderstood verses in this passage. And that's saying something because the little apocalypse, much like Matthew 24, is most of the time ripped out of its context, out of its setting, and pasted wherever we want it to be. Okay, we can't do that, but we also can't do what we're doing to this next verse. Let me read it. See if you can pick up on what I'm talking about. But when they arrest you and deliver you up, do not worry beforehand or premeditate what you will speak. But whatever is given you in that hour, speak that. For it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. Okay. The reason I say this is pulled out of context, misquoted, misused, is because I hear this verse and have heard this verse for a, forever. Because I've been in church my whole life and I've heard people talk about preaching and I, I know preaching and I know preachers. And I've heard this verse used as an excuse that you don't have to worry about what you're going to preach because when you get up there, the Holy Spirit will fill your mouth with stuff to say. And I have heard so many people get up and talk and ramble on and say the same thing 20 times, circle, come back to the same point, say the same point with different words, tell a story, tell another story. The stories may not go together and they may not go at all with the verse they read and then ramble on some more about something else and then close with another verse they just thought of and get finished and that was the sermon. And it had stories and illustrations and scriptures and we would and and we were supposed to feel as if that was somehow going to qualify as delivering the gospel and a lot of that was because people had this idea that if you prayed and then you got up to speak you'd have something to say and let me tell you the difference between hearing someone who has something to say has studied it out, has made connections, has rehearsed how to get from point A to point B, who has worked on what I call the art of preaching. Listening to that versus someone who quotes Mark 13, 11 and wings it is the difference in daylight and dark. Jesus is not giving a carte blanche resp- uh, statement to all preachers and ministers both in his era and throughout time, about how they don't have to worry about preparation. They should just get up and the Holy Spirit will fill their mouth. Paul told Timothy to study, to show himself approved, a workman that needs not to be ashamed. Now, either Jesus and Paul totally disagree. Jesus thinks you should wing it and Paul thinks you should study. Or... They're not talking about the same thing. (laughs) I think you can tell which one I land on there. 
Jesus is telling his disciples that they're about to face an hour when they're going to be delivered up to councils and beaten in the synagogue, brought before rulers and kings. And he's talking to a bunch of fishermen and tax collectors, maybe shepherds, day laborers. They are not educated men. They do not know what to say in front of kings and rulers. They are going to be outquoted and outsmarted in conventional ways. In, in a conventional setting. but Jesus And Jesus knows that that would scare the average person to death. Not just the beatings. They can handle the beatings. They can handle the persecutions and the sufferings. But being brought before people who are notably smarter than you, who have pinned you down, Jesus says, don't worry. The Holy Spirit will tell you what to say. This is a specific instruction that when you go before those leaders... Don't worry. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll tell you what to say. You just listen and say it. And that had to be the most encouraging and heartwarming thing that they could have ever heard. So when they go, and we know because we looked at it yesterday, we know that they go to synagogues and councils and they're beaten and they, they stand. Paul appeals all the way to Rome. Now, Paul's an exception to the smartness thing. And Paul's highly educated, a great writer, and a, 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 probably a master of Torah law. But Jesus isn't talking to Paul here. <laughs> He's talking to these disciples. And we know they go into all of these situations and they obviously do well. We don't know exactly what they say. We get a little bit from Peter and John, a little bit from Peter in the book of Acts of what he will say. And we do see Peter jump miles ahead in, in the way he talks from the Peter that talks to Jesus in the Gospels and the Peter that talks to the Jewish leaders in Acts is miles ahead. Part, and, and that's definitely the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, but it's, it's partly this verse. So let's don't use this anymore as an excuse to not read our Bibles, not study, not work on the art of preaching, not think about our tone and our words and our attitude. We are responsible for it. I'm, I try to work on it all the time. You would think I would be better at it, at working on it as much as I do. But as I edit sermons, I think, oh man, my tone there is too harsh. That didn't sound the way I wanted it to sound. I got to work on that. And so I'm constantly working on those things, those sort of arts of the homiletics of preaching. Um, at the same time, I do believe the, the Holy Spirit in the moment brings these things out of us. I, I am fond of saying this. You will not come up with something in the pulpit that you haven't studied or thought about. I mean, you might make connections you haven't thought about, but you're not just going to be able to reach into the well and pull something out if you haven't been meditating on it, studying it, concentrating on it. It all shows up when you get up there. And it all shows up especially when you've went a while because then it shows if you've got anything left and if there's anything left in the well so that you can reach down in there and grab. Um, more, of the, I mean, this chapter just rolls on. We're not, we're not even halfway there. So more from what they can expect of the signs of the times and the end of the age tomorrow. See you then.